basically i believe that who i am what i am doing is up front this is what i am doing showing something advertising something and doing something else yeah. is not something that's going to yield you any thing yeah. hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode of entrepreneur talks they say the only thing that matters in the field of business is the uniqueness of your idea and a strong plan to make an idea a commercial one so today we have someone with us who just not only had a unique business concept but also ended up adding value to the life of people around her as well as to the services they provide so today we have the owner of blink made studio miss nikita patel So welcome to the second episode of Entrepreneur Talk. Thank you for giving us your time. Most welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So to begin with, I would like to ask you, how did you come up with this concept of uh, blink nails? When in Vadodara, nobody really knew about this concept. Yeah. So basically, uh, since school, I was very uh, like you know ob- obsessed with nail polishes, just nail polishes, different poppy colors. French manicure, whatever, whatever, which used to always come in trend. So I had no idea, like you know, I would come up with my own venture. Yeah. I always, as usual, I did my BBA, so I always wanted to take up a corporate job. But one thing was very sure that I wanted to settle in Baroda. So then, uh, finding good jobs, good pay, any motivation, it was not working for me. Okay. So my first concept was to just take up a basic course for my own self. Okay. So then, when I got uh, administered for my like admitted for my course, they they taught me, uh, you know, why not start your own thing, and it's so uh, like you know, <coughs> glooming. And so then one day, my sister and I, she had also come with me. She's not accompanied with me. So then we just realized that yeah, why not give it a try? Because any which was I was very passionate of doing it, and then Baroda didn't have any such thing. So, what was the strategy behind this concept? So, basically, um, when I took my course, I started practicing and everything. So, during my practices, whenever at the weekends I used to come to Baroda, I always, uh, you know, took up small, small uh, surveys, uh, asking people whether they were interested, whether they were, like, you know, uh, whether they would agree to pay for such nail arts because it's a little expensive than the regular nail paints what you do. So eventually, my survey completely failed, but then uh, I still had that hope that I might, you know, still uh, educate them what exactly the concept is, and it might just work. So eventually, I started uh, with very basic, uh, you know, affordable prices, where like a college, like a teenage girl could also afford, and an auntie with a Mercedes would also, like, you know, give it a shot, like try it, like everybody could afford trying it. And late on the later stage, what did I do? Like my niche core strategy was uh, pick up one one girl from all the groups, like uh, those help groups, either it's kitty group or teenagers group, or some navrachnaites or anybody, and did like free samples, free sets of nails to them, and they used to market for me. Because eventually, Baroda is a very small city, so you know a lot of people know a lot of people. So that's how like you know small small strategies that we. This nail art is a new innovative form of business, and so how did you manage to come up with innovation in this uh, field? Okay, yeah. so basically, as I said, I am a business student. So eventually, any field, any business needs upgradation. Yeah. So every year, I make a point, like you know, I travel different different places, like different countries, 
even when I'm holidaying, I'll make a point that, you know, any place I'm visiting, I'll take up a two or three days course, basic, to just learn the innovations, what is going across the world, everything. And um, so because uh, my clients trust in me, but yeah, they also have a lot of uh, media exposure as in uh, social media, then, you know, any kind of like, you know, advertisement that mm -hmm. like literally uh, attracts, attracts them and they also have their own... Um, you know choices of specific yeah. nail art everything but i make sure that you know uh product wise technique wise i'm always upgraded okay. and uh, i believe in niche art basically niche art means i don't want any client who demands any specific design from me and i'm not able to cater yeah. so uh, it is my own efforts that mm -hmm. i put into uh learning all sort of arts making it available for my clients mm -hmm. everything yeah so any innovation which you like recall um, so, uh, I had this last year, I had this uh, wedding of an Indian bride who got married uh, to a Korean uh, guy. So, it was a church wedding as well as an Indian wedding and they had um, organized it in Thailand. So, basically, it was a very big challenge because, you know, you want to give traditional nails as well as like, you know, uh, modern, like, you know, uh, gown uh, nails. So, what we did was we picked up the patterns from her own gown and uh, we mixed match that was my own creation and i'm so proud of like you know doing it and we picked up some prints from her gown we yeah. imprinted exactly we mixed two three products did a 3d art and whatever okay. yeah so a lot of times when you know your techniques thoroughly yeah. you can you know modernize it you can cultivate your own self using those techniques yeah. so yeah th these are some innovations that you know we've like you know put it ourselves. In Vadodara, there are a lot of uh, other nail studios coming up. Yeah. So how do you maintain your customer retention uh, in spite of so much of competition in the market? Yeah, so basically when I had started, I think I was the second or the third uh, person yeah. as in starting and uh, putting up a nail studio mm -hmm. and there was not much of awareness. But at this point of time, I think there are more than 20 nail studios that have started specific nail studios i'm not even counting salon who does all the nail yeah. stuff yeah so uh, basically like you know putting up to the competition is like your usual uh, marketing skills yeah. and you're pushing it to like you know you're more effortly working on it mm -hmm. but yeah basically surviving through all the competition is first thing i believe in myself mm -hmm. there are like i think major five uh, factors that are working for me mm -hmm. like i thoroughly work ethically then uh, I always believe in client satisfaction. Even I have to listen something or I have to put more extra efforts to it, but I thoroughly believe in client satisfaction. Then I'm giving nice affordable prices, which is a very big factor in our yeah. culture. Like a lot of people, if you want reputation of the clients, you have to give them what they can afford, like, you know, reputation for reputation. Then uh, utmost thing, why? Because I'm working from here, like in a basement, it also the this factor is also very important that i give one of the best quality mm -hmm. and uh, i can like you know i have no doubts on it and um, i also believe that my after sale service is also very nice yeah, yeah. so satisfaction only comes you know either it's my fault or the client's fault if something chips or something's broken yeah, but yeah. my after sale service like i'm on my toes to fix it yeah. It is great to know that you focus on your after sale services and maybe that's why your customer retention is more. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm not wrong, you started your business in 2015, right? Yes. 
Yeah, so being a woman entrepreneur, what are challenges you faced and what are uh, stereotypical uh, like factors were affecting your business? Okay, um, so when I started, I had already finished my four degrees, three degrees to be precise, my okay. uh, graduation, my mm -hmm. post-graduation diploma okay. and my master's. Okay. So everybody was, uh, okay, you'll get, you'll take up a good job yeah. and whatever, whatever. But uh, from home, like my parents were like, oh, you've studied, like, you know, enough, now you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So basically, I, ha I already took up the course, so you know, I started, uh, you know, uh, advertising and everything. So then my relatives came to know, my uh, dad's friends, my group friends, everybody yeah. came to know I'm coming up with this new idea. Yeah. So basically, uh, my parents were all cool and chill, okay, all girls are doing something very new, yeah. But uh, as typical stereotype thinkers, yeah. uh, my, for example, my relatives, yeah. They all thought, they came and talked to my parents that, you know, what are the girls up to? They are doing this parlor thing. Uh, and parlor thing includes all your waxing, your threading, your hair, blow dries and everything. So that time it was, <coughs> my parents also didn't have this exact uh, idea of what this is actually about. So then my parents had nothing to, you know, explain them. They just kept hearing what the relatives have to say. So from day one, I actually made sure that, you know, this is not a parlor or a salon. Yeah. This is a studio, basically, yeah. where innovations, creative things are done. Yeah. So if still I have put that words in people's mind that this is not a salon, this is not a parlor, it's specifically a nail art studio yeah. where you come, we do a very niche uh, thing, which everybody cannot do it or everybody is not doing it yeah but you know others thinking actually reflects so then you know at one point of time you have to prove yourself basically so if you ask me uh, from my journey from 2015 till 2019 has been glooming and immensely very satisfying but uh, if you ask me I am really thankful is uh, of my elder sister mm -hmm. first of all my first preference is always her yeah. because she's like a pillar to me like yeah I am more creative or whatever but she's so good with people she's good so good with business and everything yeah without her we could have not pulled this any day like everybody knows yeah. the fact yeah and then I always believed in myself but that's not enough my parents and only my friends mm -hmm. have really helped me throughout my journey yes okay, so the basic pillars of this business <coughs> yes. is your sister and yes. your parents 100%. and apart from that who all people were like very supportive for this business and your idea uh, to be very specific uh, three of my friends yeah. we are a group of four uh, it includes my really uh, dearest best friend uh, Nikki Zaveri she's come she's helped me buy a lot of things in second hand all my interiors are done by her she owns okay. this label called craft company so from niche she started you know putting up things which she could also afford by not charging just supporting yeah. my friends who have like you know helped me uh, get all international products you know to my doorsteps uh, so yeah only my two to three friends who have always been so supportive yeah and yeah. your interior is really good and thank you
so earlier also you emphasized on being ethical hmm. so what do you mean by uh, being ethical to your business okay uh, so basically i've been uh, speaking about eth- working ethically yeah. my definition uh, definition for uh, working ethically is basically not cheating your own uh, clients, clients your own dealers whoever it is hmm. not cheating your own self basically if some of my client just comes and just ask me okay ye kit kaisa hai ki kaise lag raha hai is it suiting me and just because it's earning me a lot of money i would not say ki nahi acha lag raha i'll be just honest enough that it's not matching it's not matching your concept it's not matching whatever you know you have it on your mind your own choice because just earning like you know extra uh, some thousands and then she's not satisfied is not going to earn me anything i might just lose that client on a longer Long scale basically yeah. yes and working working ethically i believe that who i am what i am doing mm-hmm. is upfront this is what i am doing mm-hmm. showing something advertising something and doing something else yeah. is not something that's going to yield you any thing yeah. as i always uh, stated before also that i have you know penetrated nails uh, in like as fashion in baroda yeah. because i always educate my clients so whenever they are getting their nails done anywhere else than bling nails they should know what exactly it is yeah. just to loot them for one time service is not something i believe in yeah. yes So to wrap up this interview I would like to ask what advice would you like to give to the young budding entrepreneurs especially the young girls who would aspire to own a business like yours Okay um so if you ask me as my journey uh, to bling nails mm-hmm. i would always want girls you know coming up because um, if you see at in with my, my all my batchmates they've been doing something or the other of their own rather than you know taking up jobs and stereotype working mm-hmm. so many which were so proud of it and uh, to the coming young girls and the new generation mm-hmm. in which is they are so confident so you know i would suggest that you know utilize your confidence uh, you know in more innovative way um like i would always suggest that you know be very honest to your own self to your work work very ethically if yeah. somewhere uh, you know you've committed a mistake or mm-hmm. anything for example with me if i am wrong if i've committed any mistake mm-hmm. i'm very loyal and very open and honest enough to tell my clients yeah. basically they might not feel right but they will accept you the way you are and what you've committed mm-hmm. so i think a uh, working ethically working more honestly uh, i think just helps you and with today's generation i would always suggest to be very patient enough Yeah. So it was great having you on this episode and I hope after watching this interview a lot of people get inspired to have their uh, business like yours that as creative as Bling Nails. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.